Turkey Perspectives. Are you tired of working nine to five? Tired of making money for someone else? Feel like you went to school for how many years and only have debt to show for it? Ready to just run away to some island and call it quits? Come talk to me. We trying to rebuild Black Wall Street. This is for us, by us. Hey everybody, this is Perky of Perky Perspectives. And, you know, today we're doing something a little bit different. We're doing a DJ session. So we're present right now at the Hot and Cool Cafe. Because, you know, it's not open to the public, but we needed some speakers. We bought a controller. We got some stuff popping last minute. So welcome our DJ from the DMV, DJ Marcus L. So before we get into the interview, I want to say thank you to everybody that has tuned in to Perfect Perspective so far. I appreciate y'all. Please share the podcast. Like, rate, subscribe, comment to the podcast. It's on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Radio Public, ICN.DJ, slash Perky Perspectives, and also on the PersonWellness.org. So go ahead and check it out. Please share it. It helps to raise the visibility of the podcast so that we can do more interviews like this. And so the reason why this interview is super special is because not only are we doing an interview with a a DJ from a different area, but we're going to do a tutorial to put onto the ForUsNation.com website so that people that want to start knowing how to DJ, they can learn how to DJ as well. So right now we're using a controller that we got last minute off offer up or let go or something like that. And we were like, you need a controller? We got you, fam. And we went ahead and we got a controller. And then we put together a last-minute DJ battle with DJ Frenchie. As, and then his um, mentor, DJ Vibes, joined in as well. And it was dope. They went two-on-one, two which wasn't the fairest type of battle. But we got it popping anyways. Um, so we're going to do a little intro with DJ Marcus L., we're going to have him tell you how he got started and how he is now traveling all over the country, soon to be world, once this coronavirus shit let up, and um, how he got into the whole DJ world. So, go ahead, introduce yourself a little bit better. Oh, man, I'm on the mic. What's up, everybody? Let's turn into this podcast. I go by the name of DJ Marcusel. Um... There ain't no man from the DMV, man. Maryland in this bitch, man. DC out here. You know what I'm saying? Shout out my all my brothers in Baltimore. But um, what what? How'd I get out this job? How'd I, how'd I start, man? Perk, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's been a long ass road, man. I'm only three years in, about to be four years DJing. Um, I haven't haven't you know? I've really been putting more of my most effort these last like two years. My really my first year, I uh, took a little hiatus break. I tried the corporate America route. It backfired on me. They got my black ass out of there, all right? They, they took no time to tell me that I was black, so that's how I got out of there. Um, 
you know, none against that, you know, that corporation. That's just who they are. Cool. Um, but other than that, you know, it's been great. Really just, you know, learning myself, growing in the business and trying to understand the business, man. Like, it's, it's different than having the skill and then running the business and then trying to do both. And Because you, you got to be able to do both. Niggas going to be knowing how to do both out here. So, you know, I feel, I feel kind of bad for them. I got mad boys on the, and shout out to everybody on my live right now. Man, shout, big shouts out to Perk, though. I need y'all to absolutely follow her. I'm talking to everybody on my live. And if you listen to this podcast, that means you're going to tune into the next episode and the next one and the next one and the next one. You're going to tell your friends about it, too, because my dog really looks out. She got me out here doing the damn thing in L.A., man. So gra- grab this board. This is a Newmark board. And she definitely uh, chimed in earlier. I did a battle against two DJs yesterday, right? I don't know where we was at. Huntington Park? No, it was up the street from out here. Up the, up the street from here. So uh, in L.A.? Yeah, somewhere out this jump. Yeah, we somewhere out LA, man. Went in, the, in this backyard, and this these niggas had a nice little setup. It was hard. It was beautiful. But I DJed the uh, one nigga. He was cool and shit. You know what I mean? Who, the, DJ Frenchie, the first. Frenchie one? was cool. Yeah, Frenchie was cool. You know what I'm saying? Then after that, they was like, Nah, yo, we got we gotta get his man's out here. So he went and got his mentor and shit. Uh, it was vibes, like, yeah, vibes was cool and shit too. They both cool. You know what I mean? On, on a, uh, it was LA just, shit. to me the reason why it was super cool was it was like. You got somebody from the East Coast battling somebody from the West Coast. You know, we stay on that West Coast version. Music was all different. Yo, yes, music was So it's kind of hard to judge. Yeah. Like, that's why, you know, we're going to have to do this more and more often because it's not fair. I can't judge. I'm from the West Coast. Yeah, <laughs> so the, they play West Coast songs I ain't heard of. But I play a lot of East Coast shit they never heard of. You know right. what I mean? So it was just like, yeah. And niggas were still bobbing their heads for each set. So it was kind of like, all right, who's, going, who's really doing what? Right. So, but out of most of my East Coast people I play, I play a lot of DC. A lot of Ari, you know what I mean? That I, and I kept it up to New York. You know, I had to do one time for Pop Smoke, People Form, all the boys, you know what I mean? Then we went down to the A. East Coast is deep, but Cali's long as a motherfucker, so. Yeah, and you know what? What I thought was like the most dope too was that there was a part when DJ Vibes was on and he did like just eight straight songs of Nipsey. And I was like, yo, you can really almost win the whole battle with just Nipsey playing on your He only did that because I started my set with Keys of the City, the Nipsey verse. Yeah. I got the keys of the city. They can say, oh, hey, oh, okay, he knows some Nipsey. He's like, yeah, I do. You know what I mean? Like, niggas ain't never gonna know. You know what I mean? So I started playing some other shit, and that's, you know, the Nipsey. I opened up the Nipsey bag, and niggas got the wallet right. out. Right, like, oh, you opened it. Well, we're gonna I opened empty it. Yeah, the I opened it. They started playing Marathon. I was playing Slauson Boy, too. They on the shit, so. I love it, yo. West Coast had a whole nother feel. They was trying to dance and bop. Like dance, literally. Yeah, he literally in the street dancing. <laughs> so, okay, so you said a little bit about how you got started and yeah. had to go back into corporate world, which a lot of us have to do. A lot of us, we struggle. Like me personally, I struggle a lot with, do I want to put everything into my dream and like whether I'm broke or not, like just struggle through it? Or because I have a fucking degree, two of them go ahead and get a nine to five and fund my dream and I think that's the battle for a lot of people like honestly if you're in the job and you're able to deal with it then you know obviously continue because that would be steady pay well I mean during coronavirus I don't know if you were an essential worker or not but like usually it's steady pay and you know you can really take care of yourself but I think from at least for people like me you go to nine to five and you spend so many hours working for somebody else that sometimes you come home and you like I ain't got it so like it's hard because you kill yourself you kill yourself right and so you talked a little bit to me yesterday about how you were in the basement for a minute like you want to speak on that 
please, the man. The basement is where it started. <laughs> I literally spent my time in the basement and just getting right. Like, when my first mix I made was an all fabulous mix. Like, and I made it was just the most unnecessary scratching you ever heard. You know what I mean? Like, no, nah, but it was going though. So that's when I was like, yo, this nigga, Michael, you kind of nice. So we really gotta work on this. So you know, just. You're going to have to take that time. I think everybody at this point in time, a lot of people want to give up their corporate routes, they want to give up their jobs and all that. And I understand that, I really do. But if you're not willing, if you're not willing to actually sacrifice, not have certain things, if you're not willing to, you know, go without, if you're not willing to really knock some things off, you know, things you don't need to pay for, things you don't need to have, in pursuit of a higher, you know, goal that you want to reach, you're really not for this. And I'm not saying that for a lot of, you know, to diminish nobody's intent or anybody's, you know, discipline. Nigga, I'm telling you, just challenge yourself because it's going to get harder. You think it's hard now during the coronavirus? I haven't had a job. I haven't had an actual job in three, four years. Yeah, yeah, my record was fucked up. So for a while, I was hard for me to get a job. Nigga, I couldn't even drive Uber. Uber told me no. Uber? Uber and Lyft told me no. I said, let me drive for both of you niggas. I got a really good car. They said no, nigga. <laughs> in O. Oh. So instead of hitting the block once, you know what I'm saying, one more time, we just go ahead and hit these uh, ones and twos. And uh, I'm in LA for it now. Hey, hey, I'm trying to tell you, I'm in LA for it now, man. Like literally, got this dope ass home space, black on spot. Shout out to the DC family, we still out yeah. everywhere. So and, you know, it's beautiful. Okay. Trying to get some angles on them, you know? She really is, though. Yeah, but, yeah, okay, so, yeah, you started okay. in the basement, and I've actually had other people that I interview with. If you guys tune in to my first season, Love Period, one of my first guests on the Fatherly Love episode had did a 13-year bid. Yeah, it was a hard time. Like, it's a grimy time. You know, you really got to reevaluate some, some decades. You know what I mean? Thinking about it. You know? It. And so we talked, and... He actually spoke. That episode was about being a parent from jail. So that was definitely different. Yeah. I don't know how long you were in, but, like, I'm sure we talked about it on the car right over here. Like, yeah. the stuff you think about that, if, if you're if you're wise, which not everybody has that in them, but that ingenuity that you have within you that comes out when you're stuck in a space to where all you have to do is think. You know what I mean? The stuff you come out with. Like, I didn't watch some shows where people made... Tattoo machines, fans, and let, you know some stuff while in jail that they didn't even know how they knew how to do. So it's like not only did you work on yourself, but you came out and you put it into action. So for those people that are sitting around and they like, I want to do something else, especially right now when all you are is at home. Don't just binge watch on Netflix. Make sure you use what's up here to make that shit come true. How, what kind of advice do you have for people that are at home right now and they like, you know, I wish I could be doing something right now. Because we out. So. If you at home, this is my perfect thing. Because for a while, I didn't have money to do half of the shit I wanted to do. So what I would literally do was, if I had, I would start with small increments. You know what I mean? Or you can start with big increments. Because it makes it easier. Because you could just, you know, throw numbers around. It's just, you know, appease you. But you start with a number. Say, like, yo, I want to have this whatever plan. Like, just plan for whatever it is that you want. Like, I took so much time planning that by the time $300 hit my hand, I knew how to what I was going to do with that $300 that day. It, didn't, it, didn't, it wasn't all, yeah, how am I going to flip this? No, I knew if I had 300, I'm going to do this. If I have 500, I'm doing this. 1,000, I'm doing this. You know what I mean? It was just, uh, it was a whole lot of just, uh, you know, differently trying to figure out how we're going to make shit shake, how we're going to make this happen. So, you know, I just, I think, I think it's, it's really more so it's going to take people wanting it. 
more that people actually want it, I think they're willing to give it up. Like, you know, I wanted better health, I stopped eating meat. And I was like, damn. This is exactly what I wanted. So I have, you know what I mean? So you don't do certain things back. So it's just, a lot, you know, you gotta want it. You gotta want it. Just plan, yo. If you want that shit, yo, plan that shit, please. Intent, intent. If you don't take one word, intent. Yes. Move like you want to, like it's on purpose. Like you walking, like you walk for on for a purpose. Whether you don't know where you're going or you're standing still, you're walking to or somewhere, you're walking right foot left. So anything you do, right foot left. You feel me? Handle your shit. Know what, you feel me? Cross your T's, dot your I's. Same mode. I mean, that's true. And I would say some advice on that note is if it's in your head, that's where you start. Start just writing down what you already see in your head. Put that down first. And then you have your your foundation. You have, like, the outline, basically. Remember when you was in grade school? I know some of y'all, you know, y'all missing school right now. That's cool. But, like, remember when y'all was in grade school and they would tell you before you write the essay, you got to do the outline. Start with the outline. What is the, the key things that you want to see? Do your intro. What's your thesis? What's your <laughs> hypothesis? Whatever you need to think about. Like, what is the main thing you're trying to get across when you meet somebody? That's like your elevator pitch, right? Break that all the way down. Then you work out the body. Okay, well, I want to have a bike shop. I want to be the, the black-owned bike shop in the, in the area, right? Okay, so that's the thing. Why would somebody come to you? Oh, because I custom my stuff. Okay, so that's your hypothesis. Uh, hypothesis. Then you break down the body. Okay, well, I need a storefront. I need bikes. I need investors. I need this. And then you start working through all that, and now you have a business plan. Seek a mentor. Go into your community. Talk to some of the older people in your community. Let them give you some advice. Put you up on game, right? If you was in the streets, that's how you would do it, right? You go to the OGs because you're the YG. You need to know what's going on in the streets, right? So do the same thing with your business. Break it all the way down. You have the time right now. Stop trying to go outside and hang out on the block and smoke all the weed. You know what I mean? Save your money right smoke now. Yeah, smoke your weed in the house. Let that shit get your mind going. And then happy 420, by the way. And then go ahead and work out everything, you know? And that's how we're going to do it. But outside of that, so the reason why, so not only are we here to bring out positive vibes and, you know, bring L.A. to the DMV, but, and DMV to L.A., you know what I mean? Yeah, we out here, fellas. Hey, y'all, we out here. But we also want to teach people skills. So we realized that, like we said, some people have an idea, but they don't have everything to make the idea come true. And that's fine. So what we're working on right now is creating tutorials that are from people that look like us for people like us, you know? So we're going to do a tutorial with DJ Marcus L and show you guys, like, because like we said, we have a basic controller. We got this off of Let Go last minute. You could do the same thing. You could watch some of these tutorials we're about to put out, and you can see the levels. And when he gets back home, he's going to show you the more advanced side of everything, right? And just show you how to break it down from step one all the way down to step 100. You know, whatever it is that you need, we're going to show you. And then eventually, if you guys want a mentor, then you can reach out to him personally. And then right. you guys could do virtual, because now we're on this virtual tip. So now you can't make no excuse like, oh, I'm not in the area. I can't make it out there. We all got Zoom, Skype, FaceTime, Instagram Live, whatever we need to do to get on the virtual tip. And then we're going to go ahead and start doing these tutorials. They're going to be housed on the ForUsNation.com website. Also, go check out the directory because we have plenty of businesses and brands that would love your patronage. If you like to shop black, you want to be by us, for us, then show us where your pockets really lie, you know what I mean? And go ahead and check out the directory. But before we get to this tutorial, do you want to give some slight insight on to like 
like the the actual breakdown of how you guys started with DJ. And I know that was like the mindset, oh, yeah, yeah, but like, what was the first thing you got, or who was the first person you talked to, or what was the first video, or whatever? Like, what what was it that you did to really be like, I'm ready to start? Woo! Y'all ready for a story? It's story time. So how I started DJing, man, it, it, I had a close friend of mine, uh, I think it was her 20th birthday or so, um, my girl, my, my homegirl Courtney, she's a shit. Um, she got her own, own business, black owned, you know what I mean? But, but needless to say, she was having a birthday party. It was a, She needed a venue for it. She had wits. I was like, all right, we can go to my man's house and have it. He got a big ass house. He throws parties all the time. She's like, I need a DJ. I'm like, let me hit a couple DJs I knew. I knew two DJs at the time. So I'm like, let me hit these niggas. Let me see what they say. Niggas didn't reply. I said, I need hit my other man. Let me see if I can borrow his controller. He didn't reply. So I said, all right. Um, I'm about to DJ, and I really just took it upon myself. It was no, let me ask first, let me figure it out. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go buy this controller. I bought a controller for 250. 250. 250. You know what I mean? What was the brand? Do you remember? Pioneer, a DDJ SB2. Okay. SB2. They got the third one out now, but SB2 is the one I had. 250. It's probably cheaper now. Um, but yeah, I grabbed that jump, man, and I shit. I was like, I got three days to get the music together. I had three days, so I literally took those three days, got music together, downloaded, 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 and then I really started practicing. That that like that day, the first day of fall, I started practicing. The party was that weekend, that Friday, and I DJ and had a ball. Everyone loved it. They brought speakers. Niggas had a ball. It was great. People loved it. And um, after that, it was it was you know just I was like I could take it back or I could keep it. And I was like, eh. I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it. So before you actually DJ DJ, how long were you doing it at home before you was like brave enough to do it? Um, That's a good question. I was actually at home for quite a little bit. People actually still was asking, well actually it's backwards. Because I low-key started DJing out the house before I even did anything in the, in the crib. Okay. So I was always like... In the street first, you remember? Man, you know, my first gig was that weekend, so it was like, all right, bet we here. Then it was like, all right, when's your next party? I said, I don't know. Let me get my skills up. So then I was trying to get myself together. I got better, and then people started hitting me up. You know, I started hearing more things. I put myself in places. I went to places I wanted to be at. That's super important. I, I went to every spot I wanted to DJ. At, I went there. You it's got the little pew, 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 pew. You know what I mean? Do I, that. Do that. I do. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just came out and did all that I wanted to do. Okay, we're going to pause at that point right quick because that's so key. Networking is so key. I don't know if everybody really realizes, like, you're not going to really make it anywhere if you don't talk to people and put yourself in places that actually help to elevate you. Like, how are you going to say you want to DJ and you never go out and listen to new music? You know, like, what, like... What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? So, so that's key. That's super key. You, like, you, know you got to find somebody you in your niche that knows how to do what you're trying to do. Everybody always wants to be the first to do something. The will has been created. Rather please, than trying to reinvent please. the will, why don't somebody. you figure out how you to make it better? Like, yeah. Add an accent please. to it. Add your little touch to it. Like It can still be a dope will. We not ready for nothing else. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Oh, look, guys be hating out here. It's a, hard, it's a cold game, man, but... You just gotta go out here and get on your own, man. Start from somewhere. I started. It wasn't yesterday, but it was like a couple months ago. I learn it every day. So, you know what I mean? You gotta be willing to learn, too. You gotta be willing to learn. Because people are gonna tell you some things. Some things you take when, you know, you don't wanna hear it, you don't gotta hear it. Other stuff you hear, and it's like, nah, I can use that. So, use what you use what you gotta use, man. Like, just, just take what you can. Whatever you can't take, give it to somebody else, man. It's knowledge for you. Well, and. There you have it. 
So basically, talk to people, start somewhere, write your plans out, get a mentor if you need one. If you can't find one in person, go online. Like I said, forestnation.com. We're going to be doing a whole bunch of tutorials, not just on DJing, also on producing. We're going to probably have like almost everybody in the music game because I just know a lot of people on music as well as poetry. So that we're going to have a lot of different factors with music, but we're going to also have barbers. We're going to have people that make products. We're going to have people that make hemp concrete, people that do, you know, yeah, it's going to be mechanics. Like, And if you have a skill that I haven't listed, please reach out. Yes, black owned. Yes, 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 of course. For us, you know what I mean? So if you have not checked out the website yet, forusnation.com. Alright? Go check it out. This will be coming soon once we get everything edited and everything like that. And thank you. Thank you again for everybody that's listened. Go follow us the for us page at F-O-R-U-S, the number four U-S. That's on Instagram. You can follow me at Perky Sexy Cool and at Perky Perspectives. You can follow DJ Marcus L at DJ Marcus L, and that's E-L. So like he likes Spanish. So I don't know. Right now. <laughs> and um, support both of us. All of what we're doing, we'll support you back. Yeah, he be climbing trees. Hey, he be climbing trees. Welcome to LA. <laughs> Um, and if you're in LA and you need a tour, I actually know a few people that are putting some tours together, but I also wouldn't mind helping. But yeah, thank you for listening. Subscribe to the podcast and stay safe. Stay black, stay dangerous. Again.